punk, bring on the geek, it's time to bring on Geeksters. And welcome to episode 168, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome to the podcast of the show. <laughs> it's the show where we do the podcast. It's a show uh, within a show. Oh, Podception. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, Sean here, for those of you who are new. <laughs> Just let you know that what you're about to listen to is a dimension of sight, a dimension of sound, and a dimension of mind. We bring you geeksters. Where does the sight come into play? By the way of our website. Uh, Our Facebook page, Keeksters uh, Radio. Uh, uh, <laughs> fell for that one. <sighs> Ed, Ed, Ed. Anyway, um, so yeah, so this week uh, we start off the show like we do always. Um, we talk about each other's weeks. Mm-hmm. We bring you the box office releases. We give any kind of review of any movie or TV show that we've seen during the week. Yep. And Ed tells a very personal story. Yeah. Um, one of of anger, one of sadness, um, one of the emergence of losing one's virginity <laughs> to becoming a man. Well, you say it like that, it sounds really bad for me. It doesn't. It, 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 it all lands all happy. and you know, all, It's a beautiful thing, Ed. Accept it and embrace it and, and learn to love it because... You know, it has nothing to do with sex. <laughs> uh, so why do you have to say that? People are going, what the hell is that about? And then you go, go into it, and then you find what yeah, it's about. because I don't like the idea of the fact that people think I'm a virgin at my age in my life. You're married. <laughs> yeah, uh, not many people know that. All right. All right, well, so you know what, kids? Sit back, relax, and kind of enjoy this episode, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How are you? I am fine. How was your week? Uh, I gotta be honest, completely uneventful. Really? Yeah, there was nothing going on. I uh, couldn't tell you anything exciting going on, or it was just, eh, you know, it was an average week. I've been trying. I mean, I mean, for me, an average week is laying in my bed, watching Supernatural, trying to catch up to season ten of Supernatural. I know I'm a season behind, but I lost, I, I fell off last season mm-hmm. because of you know life and everything. Right. So I've been watching, you know, the special. Uh, you know, so I'm trying to get through that before I start the mountain of seasons called the X Files. <laughs> That's right, because I came in this week. Yes, it did. I there's a glorious, glorious box set of all nine seasons. Now I have to hunt down the two movies, you know, <laughs> so I can make my so I can make the universe complete. I want to try to you know get the first, at least the first movie before I finish uh, right before I finish season five, mm-hmm. so I can watch the movie. Then go to season six. Right. You know? Nice. So that's, that's, that's what my goal is. Personal life goals, Ed. <laughs> make, make, a, make personal life goals small. Small. So that when you attain them, you feel like you've accomplished something. Yes. And you feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know, All right. And of course, you know, I, I went over to your place uh, Thursday to do uh, two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was to, uh, to get you to watch Man from Uncle. Yes. Which, what did you think? It was good. Very good movie. You know, I, I liked it. It was a very good spy epic uh, uh, kind of movie, you know, and it, it almost made me want to watch the shows. I mean, I have to say, you know. Cause oh, it did? Yeah. Because uh, actually they, they're showing them on MeTV in like the middle of the night. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so I was actually watching some of the, some of, one of the episodes that was running. And, uh, you know, it was it was interesting to see. You know, it's like, it it is, it does pay, like, I think a, a nice homage to it, but it gives you that, like, new flair of, of the way, way things are done in, in movies, like in terms of uh, uh, special effects and, and that kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, you, you know, Beds in the 60s or for a right. television show wasn't as uh, robust as it is in the movies. Right, right, right. And then, of course, the other thing was, uh, you know, to get per- acquire two tickets for this Friday. Yes. Yes. Which we did. You and I, IMAX 3D. Yes. Ah. <sighs> Sit far away from me because I might get embarrassing. <laughs> I might cry. I cry at my salted popcorn. Get the, the the salt of my tears, making the popcorn just a little bit more saltier. 
and go on his home. (laughs) I think I found that a spoiler, by the way. Did you? Yes, I think. Okay. I mean, well, it was told to me, like, according to... Um, there was a leaked image of a toy uh-huh. that was a puzzle, and on that puzzle had the character, and then the biography of that character on the puzzle. Uh-huh. And that biography kind of spoiled who that character was. Uh-huh. Now I'm not going to spoil it to you, right? Because I, you know, I, I, I'm like, okay, well that makes sense. Like when I feel like, and of course we made some jokes about you know because I found out it was my nephew's uh, sixth birthday party this weekend. Okay. So, you know, we talked about it, and we had a few laughs, you know, about the character. Kind of like, oh, of course he is, blah, 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 you right. know. But again, I won't spoil it, because we're not going to go see it Friday. So, yeah. a little bit of walk out, go, yeah, I knew that. Or <laughs> or either going, that's not what I was told. So, because anything that pops up on the internet, as far as, you know, spoilers about Star Wars, right. I'm, I'm always like, just keep, just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, 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 <laughs> just keep scrolling, you know. Um but as I said, it was my nephew's sixth birthday. Mm. So it was a Skylander's birthday party. He had like a Skylander's cake, you know, with the, you know, happy birthday, six, happy sixth birthday, Logan, on top of the por- the Skylander's portal. Right. And uh, he had pizza and he got toys. And, you know, my little nephew, Lucas, was running around. He's one. You know, but he's a big grub. Like, literally, like uh, the moment his name's Lucas, but as I told you in the yeah. car, they should have named him Oliver. Because I swear to God, every the moment anybody had any food, he walked up and kind of gave you like the dog, like puppy dog eyes. Like, please, may I have some more, sir? They do not feed me here, sir. <laughs> like, and I, he obviously he's picking up from the two dogs because the two dogs are beggars and moochers anyway. Yeah. And, you know, so they'll, like, they'll, you, if I'm eating, the two dogs will come up like, huh? Well, that looks really good. Can I have some? And then I look over, and then there's my one and a half year old nephew doing the same. Give me the same look. Like that looks really good, Uncle. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs take my food. Help me out. <laughs> you know, like please help me, sir. And I, like I, he, I was eating cheese curls, and my sister has to keep all the food kind of close to the center of any kind of tall table because the one dog Vlad is has no. Uh, this is the problem when you adopt animals. You yeah. adopt their problems. <laughs> so he is he will go grab food off a table. Right. And there was one time where they left a monkey. My, my brother-in-law makes this great monkey bread. Mm. They left, came back. Monkey bread was gone. Plate was still there. Monkey bread was gone. <laughs> they figured that it was Vlad who went, climbed up, ate it, and jumped off. Now, he's a husky German shepherd mix. Yeah. So it wasn't like he dragged the the plate off the table and knocked it up. He honestly probably had to get up on his hind legs and eat it. I mean, so everything's kind of in the center of tables now. Yeah. So my nephew, I'm, I'm grabbing cheese curls and he sees me eating and he's like, oh, and he goes over to where I got your cheese curls. He's trying to grab him. He's like, like he's trying with his arms spread out over the top of the table going, so I was like, you know, well, here, here you go. Here's one. Like, and he grabs it. And he looks at me, he smiles, and just walks off, chewing in front of my sister. Like, my sister's like, "Where'd you get that?" And he just kind of looks at her, just eating it. And she's like, "I was like, I gave it to him." She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, what'd you think? It's like, I thought he got it for himself. <laughs> well, well, can he? Like, he's allowed to have him, right? Well, yeah, he is. I'm like, well, why are you so upset? <laughs> but there was like, and then we um. Obviously, he was put into his high chair when pizza arrived because mm. he likes pizza. Yeah. So everyone's walking in and out of the you know the dining area to the living area with you know piece paid for play pizza, and he's just kind of sitting there, like looking at everybody with this sad face, like no one's feeding me. <laughs> I want my pizza, and I just walked over and took a snap picture of him, like. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to uh, popularize your misery. <laughs> Post it on Facebook. <laughs> looked, I did see that. Facebook. He looks so sad. It's so cute. <laughs> so sad, but so cute. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you got some really good gifts. I mean, obviously, like I said, mostly toys. Uh, they're he's in the wrestling, so he got WWE 2K16. So I'm gonna nice. ask how that was. And I'll go over and play with him. And uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like you said, nothing really too spectacular over the week. You know, what about you? Well, I, I started out with an obsession, really. Uh, last week, we had a bonus article. Obsession for men. <laughs> that we, we were talking about. We had a bonus article on our on our three shows, on the last show, the Nerd News, 
we had added an article about uh, uh, Dragon's Lair, the movie that they're going to do. And Indiegogo has a campaign going on <coughs> where they can, um, you know, you can contribute. And I took it upon myself to <laughs> share it to everybody that I could think of. Ed, I went crazy. I, Ed, I, I admit. Ed was like, I'm posting this. It was the um, Dragon's Lair Returns um Indiegogo, Don Bluth, because you were a fan of the video yes. game, and you're all like, "We gotta make this happen, people!" Right? All right. So, share it to all the all the fan groups that I that I'm associated with, and right? Like, like I was actually joining fan groups just so I can so, so uh-huh. I can enter it in, and I feel that I'm I'm a big contributor, you know, because of this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, big, how much money did you put towards it? Nothing yet. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay. waiting towards the end because there's. I do. I do have in mind what I'm going to to donate. I just got to wait for make sure I cover all my Christmas presents. Oh, look first, at you, you know. showing out cash! Yeah, for... so I'm actually going to shell out cash for this. But it's made forty thousand dollars in this past week. That you know, since I've since I've started, because it, it was like one eighty eight <laughs> when we when it when I first saw it, right? And now it's up to two twenty eight. You know, nine seventy one. So it's just really going up there. And so you want to take the responsibility for I, all I, forty I feel grand? Like, not like the whole forty grand, but I think I, I you know a little part of that was because of me. You know that people because people have commented like, oh, I remember playing the game when I was a kid, or right. you know, I used to go to the arcade. It was a, such a quarter eater, sure, or, you sure. know that kind of thing. So it was nice to reminisce with these people to to talk about it. But it was. The fact that you know, like it really went up in the last. What week. was its goal? It's uh, two hundred fifty, so it's it's almost almost there. How many I mean, days are left? Uh, Thirty three. So I mean, it's got a little over a month yet to to come up it, with the it other could possibly 20, hit two thousand twenty one thousand. That's going to come out. It could possibly you know hit its mark by the end of the month. Yeah. So I'm wow. I'm really kind of excited about that. You know, just because I mean, granted, I didn't really do anything other than to no. let people know that this was going on. Yeah, but you were you. Uh, I would say you were a. Um, a a very strong cheerleader to get this movement going. To yeah. Let's make this happen, people. Come on. Please tell me this wasn't what you were waiting for the show for, was it? No, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's something else. We're, we're just going to get to that. On the way up, I was like, so you got anything, you know, anything exciting? He's like, well, I got something for the show. It was like, oh, I got something. I was like, what? He's like, well, I'm waiting for the show. And I'm like, okay. I, I obviously have no idea what it is. Right. So I'm sitting here going, Oh, is it the Dragon Lair's thing returns? Like, oh, that that's great. No, no, that this was this was like the ha- the happy point of my week. Thursday night, obviously we saw the movie. You left. Now, granted, like every chance I get, I've been playing Battlefront, uh, Star okay. Wars Battlefront on my right. PS4. I've been, you know, playing this game because you know it's the only game right now I have. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I've, I've the other games at the end you of know, the other well digital downloads that I got with the system, well, and yeah, then but the two as, free games and so on. As far as any new PS4 game that you. You got you just got the system, yeah. So you're not really sure about what games to get because it's the holidays. Right. You don't know what people are going to get you, so you don't want to run out and buy a, exactly. a game and then have to go. Oh, thanks, honey, but I just bought it last week. Or someone go, oh man, I was going to get you that, but you bought it, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. So, so that's that's so I'm just playing Battlefront now. I didn't realize the fact that people can message you. Like <laughs> really nilly. Like I thought. Like like with Nintendo, the way they do it is you have to be a friend of theirs to to have. Oh like, yeah, like, no, message. nope. Well, I got a message that really irked me. You got trolled? Yes, I did got trolled. I got trolled. And I, it really pissed me off. And I didn't do anything about it. I just let it go. Because I'm like, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of responding sure. to his request. Yeah, like there's just douchebags out there who'll, who'll, who'll just... Like, okay, what happened to lead up to him messaging you? Well, the thing is, is there there's many games you can play. But the one thing's called Turning Point, which is the major battle that you go through and there's these these uh, uh control points that you get to to control the area right and if you're you're part of the rebel alliance because it switches off and on uh, back and forth between the games so if yeah, you keep yeah. playing it over and over again you could be the rebellion one time you could be the empire right. next time and it goes and back it's, and forth it's supposed to, it's the big battle of jakku that anybody exactly. who pre-ordered the game got it a week early right it's it's the battle that you see um, in the trailer for Star Wars, The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're a part of something. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. when you're sitting there and you see Jakku come up, you're going, "I fought that battle. I was there, man. I was there. I was there. <laughs> Never forget." <laughs> and I know I'm. I know I'm not good at this game. I, I I know that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to say I'm excellent. My kill death ratio is awesome. Right. Fair enough. No, you know, I know I suck. Like I'm playing it for fun. I don't care if I die twenty times and I only get two kills. Right. Doesn't matter to me. You're enjoying I'm yourself. I'm enjoying myself. I'm a part of the Rebel Alliance or the Empire, depending which side I'm playing. I'm doing my part, whether that be target practice or not. Right. You know, if if I'm just cannon fire, whatever. I'm I'm thinking I want to be more the example, like if I run out and somebody <laughs> shoots me, 
get that guy. There he is. Like <laughs> I just I just gave you a pinpoint ex, you know a direction of where the fire was coming from. Get that guy. Like I'm the I'm the the <laughs> martyr of the groups that you say or the the. Look, man. Whatever you have to do to justify right, it. It's exactly. all right, man. I, but it's like I don't like, care. Like I'm, I'm laughing. so glad this is not real life. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I've died like so many times. It's not even funny. You know. It's okay, I come back and I respond even stronger. That's right. Like I could, I respond a little smarter now. Now I know where right. where to look and that kind of it's thing. It's like your own personal. Uh, what do you call it? Edge of tomorrow. Exactly. Live, die, repeat. repeat. Exactly. Edge of tomorrow. Exactly. Go ahead. Okay, Tom Cruise, keep going. <laughs> so I play. We played like two games of of Turning Point, and the next game starts, and I get this message. Now I'm thinking. The only one who you know has my you know friend. Oh, you code. think it's me? I think it's you. So I'm like, oh wow, Sean's like maybe he's playing. We're, we could we could do a game together. This is exciting. <laughs> so I look and it's Tugboat Kid zero twenty five. You called him out. Yeah, I'm calling right. him out. And he says, "I'd fucking return the game, Scrub." Oh, is really? What he said, and that's it. And I'm like, and right away I went to respond. Like, like I was like, right, like, the, the anger. anger just like that quick, right. bam. And I'm like, ooh, because it's like late at night. And I'm like, no, no, you know what? Screw him. Like, right. I'm, it's not going to turn my fun. Right. You know, I'm going to keep playing. And that was it. Like, that was it. But I feel that if you, if you know, just because you're not good at a game doesn't mean you should. Like, like I could get harassed by you because you're my friend. Yeah, I bust We've your chops. Bust my chops. But that's part of life. Like, it's, it's, I think. Uh, when I do it, I'm poking fun at you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, because I know I'm just as bad. Right. Like, you have your turn in the bucket yes. soon enough. And it, it will happen. Yes, and and, and that's and that's the way our, our relationships work. Like a lot of like, and my good, family's the same way. Good friends pick her and, and exactly. pick fun of each other. They they they'll do that. But when a random stranger insults you for no reason, right? Now I, I had a question. Seeing that person, like that message, did you see where their ranking was in? Yeah, they they were they were a lower ranking than I was. So. So you got... I got more trophies than he has. Like, 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 it's like I, I've been playing this game longer, apparently. Right. So it's like, why would you say something like that when I have more accomplishments playing this game than you do? Well, okay, like, when you were playing the Battle of Jakku thing, like, when, at the very end, where they have, like, the kill death, like, like how many kills you got versus That's the thing. I, I, that was the thing. I was already past that. That was already past it, so I don't know where he was. He could have been high up in the rankings. Good right. for him. Like, I, I, it's like, great. But the, to, to actually call me out personally... And say something like that. It's like, I'm like, like how horrible of a person can you be? Welcome to online gaming. Yeah, I know. I, know, I understand that. Like, like that's that's the way of, of life, apparently, in the in online gaming well, community. But like, like it's like, like I know there's guys out there. Like, I mean, I've seen that. Like, every time I like I die, they tells you who kills you. Like, yes. right at the screen before you respawn. And I'm yep. like, yeah, he's going to be the guy that's going to get my has my number and it's going to keep using that you know kill yep. over and over again to get his kill ratio up and i don't care like like yeah there there's 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 moments where i keep getting killed by the same person i'm just like ugh. you know and i and i've seen guys with like the the super armor and the super weapons and it t- eventually i go you know what after three games i'm like you know i'm gonna leave i'm gonna do some another game yeah, because there's plenty this of this guy is too good he's too, got your number right get out i'm gonna find somebody else to give my number two to to hand yeah, my yeah, ass it's to. one of those things like you get your ass handed enough to you go oh my god i'm not only am I getting my ass handed to me because this one guy's kicking my ass, but I also feel like I'm letting my team down. Right. Because there are moments where I'm playing, and it's like, especially when it's one of those where you have to kill as many people as you can. Like, once you get, your time runs down or the first team that hits 100. Mm-hmm. And when it's real close, like 94, 95, and you're going back and forth, and every time I die, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose this for my team. Yeah. Like, and I feel bad because I'm just like, I, I'm getting my shots and I'm getting my kills, but I'm also dying. I'm like, I mean, granted, experience makes you better. Yeah. But it, every once in a while, you just kind of go, yeah, I'm kind of done with this area. Like, I've done with the, the, the onslaught. Let me just go and play, you know, Heroes vs. Villains. Like, yeah. Some, like, Droid the, Run. I like Droid Run because that's the, because it's 12, it's six on six action. Right. And it's very, it's, it's very, like, non competitive in a way. I mean, yeah, you're competing for the three droids, but it's not as bad as, like, Turning Point where there's, like, 20 on 20 and you're, Hand it to you, right? Or the the that other one where you were talking about the first one to get to hundred uh, kills yeah. wins. With with the droid run, you kind of feel like you're accomplishing something. Like you went over and you tag a droid, right? And it starts heading back. You at least feel like you've accomplished your goal. Now, whether or not that droid stays with your team, because you still there's a sense of accomplishment. Yes, 
I understand. And I, you know, and I got the, I got finally got the trophy where I got all three droids. Oh, congratulations! So that, yeah, thank you. So, so I felt good about that. I got that the first time I played it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm a man who actually knows what my uh, goals are, and I try to achieve them before I start shooting up the place. But God. <laughs> I mean, my goal is to fast is just to run around, and I'm like, I still get awed by like seeing the Millennium Falcon, sure, or you see an X-wing, or you see the snow speeders, what, and you're like, well, this is awesome. When like, I'm playing the air battles, the moment I see the Slave One, all I think about is take that fucker out. Yeah, I, or, or I was, you don't know how hard, how how my hurt heart hurt when I saw the Falcon, and I'm a Tie Fighter. And I start shooting at my beloved ship. Yes. It is one of those things. It's like, I love you, but I got to kill you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's like, oh, what a majestic animal. Kill it! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really want people to kind of stop doing. I mean, I know, I know it's, it's a tall tale. And I'm like, just a, I'm just blowing air in the wind, you know, kind of thing. And it's going in one ear and out the other for a lot of these player kills. But it's like, you know what? Fine. Kill me a thousand times. I don't care. I shall rise and be more powerful but, than you ever before. But to tell me to, that, you know, to return the game, I'm like, you know what? He, screw you. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, well, think, well, okay. Right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to try to, yeah. try to um, ease your pain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, one, it would be great like, for, for you to get one. That's a rarity. Yeah. Because I got to be honest. I don't think I've, I've personally, if I'm a PS4 longer, never had that happen. Mm-hmm. Um. In order for someone to actually tell you, you know, to personally message you, something like that, means you got under their skin for some reason. Whether or not you knew it, you did. Mm. Because most of the time, like, I, like I've been playing, my big thing this week is I've been playing Destiny, that whore of an ex-girlfriend, <laughs> Destiny. I keep going back. I'm like, hey, you know, I leave it alone for a while and a couple of I'm like, I wonder what Destiny's doing. <laughs> like, like this week, um, Destiny has... Call for a booty call. <laughs> well, no, you always like this. Destiny kind of was like, um, they got the Sparrow Racing League going on. Mm. So, and I'm like, why? Well, I'm kind of Sparrow. I want to see what that's about. So I found myself just going back to Destiny, just kind of see what was going on. Mm. Fell down a rabbit hole going, I'm actually pretty good. I really like these races. So that's all I've been doing, like the last week, going through these. They only have two racetracks. Endless amounts of time going to these because if you win races or every time you do, you get better gear and stuff like that. So, I, and I'm actually pretty decent at it because mm-hmm. like, usually with the player versus player stuff and it's shooting, I get my ass handed to you. But this is racing, there's no shooting each other, it's just driving skill. And right. I'm like, fuck you, I know how to drive, bitches. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, winning races, at least achieving the top three. Yeah, so I'm like, I feel good about myself. I'm right. like, all right, but. What you experienced was more of if he took the time out, like think of it this way. And this is where you know, it's like, I want to, we all should get along. You're right. We should. This is all a game. It should be all fun. Right. There are people out there who are professional, like the Halo people. There's professional leagues, like professional gamers. Right. But think about it this way. Here's a guy. He's at home. He's playing this game. Mm-hmm. And you did something. I probably killed him once. Maybe more than once. Yeah. You know, you don't know because you're not really taking note of who you're killing. You see a bad guy. Yeah, I'm just and shooting. you're just shooting. Yeah. You know, it, it, it could have it could have been the turning point in this kid's game or guy's game or, or girl's game at this point. Even though I said what was Tug Boy. Tug, Tug Boy Kid. Yeah. Tug Boat Kid 25. I've seen my first reaction is like, look, dude, the only thing you're tugging is a Johnson. Yeah. You know, <laughs> obviously because. Oh, no. Trust me. A lot of <laughs> a lot of insults are being. And throw, going through my head, like, boom, 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 for the last 24 hours. I mean, especially the first few minutes, it was like, I was I like. See, my first response would like, sure, well, you know, if I return my game, that you're right. I should return my game. That gives me a lot more time to spend with your mom. Yeah. You know, like. That's, that's the joke I had. <laughs> see? <laughs> and you just go, send, let sit back, and then watch him go. Yeah. You know, right away, drop the mom. Like, you know. <laughs> but you. Like, for him to sit there and go, well, you should return the game. Obviously, he felt that you were doing something that he found personally offensive. Nobody else. Like, if you're playing uh, Battle of Jakku, which is 40 people, and it's 20 on 20, that means 38 people didn't give a shit what you were doing. Yeah. One guy did. Yeah. And he felt it beyond, he felt it his responsibility to troll you. I guarantee you he's probably done it a couple other times to other people. Yeah. You can ban those people, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like when you go, you can actually highlight that person and then ban them. 
It's a little extreme, especially like it's your first case. You, I'm, I'm looking like, oh, look at you, you popped your cherry. <laughs> Congratulations! Like, I haven't had that happen to me in a long, very, very, very long time. But it's happened to everybody. Yeah. It, eventually, it's going to happen to you. And it was just like a, a little swell of pride hit me, right? I'm like, oh my god, he got trolled. That's my, our boy has become a man, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the online world of gaming. I, I, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't really, it goes back to. You did something that irritated him, and he's small-minded and weak, and he had felt like in order to make himself feel better, it's the he, in order to make his candle bright a little, burn, little bright shine a little brighter, he has to blow yours out. Yeah, you know, you could have done something great, and he just felt like, oh, fuck you, douchebag, or watch you get killed a thousand times, or maybe you know, you because of your nobleness and running out, going, ah, where are the bad guys, and allow yourself to get Swiss cheese and. Looking at it from a tactical advantage, yeah. he looks at it going because he's small-minded and doesn't think tactically. Yeah. He just says, all he knows is point, gun, shoot. You know, He sees your noble self-sacrifice <laughs> as a foolish gesture of weakness yeah. because you don't know what you're doing. Where on the other hand, you, a brilliant tactician, knew if I throw myself upon this sword... The enemy's location will be revealed, Field, right. so my heroes, my teammates, can come and start the game off, and possibly my death could turn the tide of battle and win the war. Yeah, and all I do is wait five seconds and I respond anyway. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not like it's not like the game's over. I die yeah, once. Like the moment it's like, you die once, you go. Uh, I take your. That done. was a quick ten seconds. Yeah. You, know, like... you 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 were sacrificing yourself for the greater good, and tugboat kid, double o nothing. You know, is like, hey, you stupid moron, and make a comment. But just think, the time it took him to t- type that, he probably got killed twice. <laughs> you know, yeah. the world would be great. It, it could be worse. You could be playing Halo. Yeah. Halo, the Halo people that I, I've met over the years have been really douchebags. Like, you can always tell a, 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 a true gamer versus a, um, like, a true gamer will allow itself the immersion of falling into a game like Fallout 4 Skyrim, um, The Witcher, like games that are beyond the just point and shoot. Right. The point and shoot people, now, not to slam every one of them, but I found that the majority of people who only care about, like, the Call of Duties and the, what do you call it, um, the battlefields, they have a certain mentality where it's just like, I just want to go in and shoot people for me and my friends, which, you know, because you can just always, there's an assholishness about them. Mm-hmm. But, and then there's, you know, the, to me, the, the real true gamer is willing to experiment and kind of go, look, I know I like first-person shooters, but after a while, they get boring. I want something more. I want something yeah. rich. I want a storyline. That's where you find, like, I think the nicer gamers are always the ones who play, like, the fallouts, the ones who sit there and go, I can dedicate, I'm going to dedicate 200 hours of my time to play this game. And while other people are going, no, I found that game really boring. You know, you're like, well, why? Well, because, you know, I play Call of Duty or I play Battle, you know, yeah. uh, Battlefield. And you're like, oh, so you're just a, a guy who goes in and just wants to shoot people. You, right. You're not really a gamer. You're just kind of a, a, a like a guy who's killing time. Right. And then I found a new trend this week that I found interesting because it actually helped my kill ratio a lot. Was the fact is that they were trying to run up and hit me. Like, oh, yeah. You know, a- and. I you know I guess they figured I'm an easy target, which is fine, you know. I think, <laughs> but if I'm holding a gun <sighs> and you're running up to me to hit me, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. And the closer you get, the better my aim gets. Well, you got to think because I'm like I'm like I'm spraying, you know. I'm like back and forth, and then it's like all of a sudden it's like this guy's coming up, and I'm like he's not really like swaying, like he thinks he's got a shot at this, right? And I'm just like, but like I'll just stop and just stand, point the gun right at him and just because shoot. Because the person forgets that. The closer you get, the bigger target he becomes. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, I mean, a couple of guys got me because they run up behind and I don't right, see him because right, right. I'm shooting somebody else and I get hit from yeah. behind. I'm like, oh, okay, he got me. But a lot of them are running up at me because I'm behind a wall, Those... like my back's to the wall kind of thing. Right. And I'm shooting away. And it's just like, dude, like, are you realizing? Like, And they're trying this over and over and over Those again. Those are people I've always noticed because uh, Call of Duty people do that a lot because there's always this big... Every once in a while, you'll see like a video of someone like throw, they throw knives and stuff. Call of Duty people like to do that, like to run over and just punch people, yeah, and to get the knockout. Like, and again, it's part of the game. Like, I always, I always forget that you can actually throw a punch at somebody, yeah, and I always find out. I always wind up doing that 
only when that person like runs like you're sitting there shooting all of a sudden you look by you look at the corner of your eye there goes a bad guy just running by completely oblivious that you were just standing there right and you're like oh my god bang 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 you can just turn and shoot them or you can run over and punch them yeah now i always thought that it takes more than just one punch to before you knock them out you know but i i, I don't know because i really i don't get it either yeah i'm like i didn't understand that one at all i'm like okay like but I'm like, just come at me. I'll just shoot you. I mean, it's great. You know, <laughs> you made it easier for yeah. me. Thank yeah, you. So, you know, I you appreciate sh- that. You should return the game, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the extra kills. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, as, and then there was, there was, there, now I've learned how the, the fact of, of a range of a bomb, like there was, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of times they throw them in tunnels like this. Like, I, I think they're like army guys or, you know, guys who fought well, enough guys games who, that play yeah. this game. And I'll be standing at this tunnel and I know like, I'm, I'm at that point and they throw it. And it goes off, and it goes off like near me, but it doesn't hit me. Right. And it's like I just sit there and wait, and then they come running down, right. thinking they got me. Right. And I'm like, bam, 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 bam. And it was like they go down, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, this is great. I'm like, I figured out how how far I have to go back before yeah. I get before I lose anything. And then if you look on your map, because I know you have a probably like, whenever they do the airstrike, there's that circle of influence of where you need to be out of that ring so the explosion doesn't get you. Yes, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I feel so. Our boy has now become a man. So got, I'm getting, I'm getting, I think I'm getting better at the game. That's well, what I feel. You know, it's, you know. I mean, granted, like if I play it long enough, my kill ratio, my kill death ratio gets a lot better. Like, well, yeah, I yeah, it's a the, lot, lot better. It's the um, a ten thousand hours makes you a master. Yes. So, like, I mean, like I'm a weekend warrior kind of guy. Like, I'll go in, I'll play for two hours until I get tired of it, and then I just go, okay, go on about my day, and then it might be like three or four days before I go back to it. Like I said, like right now, I'm obsessing over the you know Sparrow Racing League. You know, I'm just like I get, I get a couple races in because the races are maybe depending on how fast you go, maybe three minutes at most. Yeah. You know, three to five minutes. I'm just like, all right. And then you have like little goals you have to accomplish because you get these bounties. It's like, hey, hit 15 consecutive gates. I can do that. I'll throw one race to hit 15 gates. You yeah. know, fine, whatever. You know, but yeah, you know, that's I'm, so. I'm so proud of you. I'm glad you got <laughs> trolled. It's a good thing. Uh, I'm glad you got. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, like I've been there. I, I've seen it. That that infuriate. That not on that game, but yeah. I've been trolled like other online games where it's like, yeah, you fucking suck, you douchebag. It's like, thank you. Yeah. Like I know you are, but what am I? Like you just, <laughs> you can just either ignore them and like you just go, okay, was that person think you're, you're like obviously the person got to you just for a little bit? Oh no, it did. I mean, I'm the, the first. Five minutes, I sat there going, and I was like, <clears throat> what, what insult can I throw back at right. him? Like, and I was coming up through, the, like, the mom one, and, of course, right. like, there was a couple others, and I was like, thanks, listen to Geeksters or something like that. You know, like, <laughs> throw a plug in our show, you know, and I'm like, I don't really want him listening to our show anyway if he doesn't listen to it. You know, like, whatever, you know, and then I'm like, you know what? It's best to ignore him. Like, I, I feel that, like, you know, yeah. like, if you do get trolled, ignore those people because – It's called taking the high road. Yeah. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. And a lot of people can't do that or go, I don't – like – because I, I, I don't understand how you can just walk away and not be bothered by it. Well, I am being bothered by it, but it's just being mature about it. Like, obviously, this kid, that person could have been anywhere from uh, a 10-year-old kid all the way up to a 45, 60-year-old dude. You yeah. never know. Because it's just how they, like, again, to kind of take a moment out of your li- out of their lives to stop to bitch about how you play to always mean to me was that, you did something to annoy them, so you should revel in the fact that you pissed somebody off without even trying. Like, that's everything. Yeah, I'll be thinking about that now. I'll be telling that's all I'm going to tell that story. I pissed somebody off. Yeah. So much. They sent me this message. Yeah. Like, that's how I always looked at it. I was like, I didn't do anything, but yet my presence alone was enough to annoy you that you had to say something. Thank you for that. Yes. You obviously shown who's more powerful, me or you. I'm going to ignore you. Because you're a small-minded individual, but yet you took time out to tell me what a douchebag I was. I win. Yes, that's how I felt. Like after yeah. I did it, like you know what? Best thing I won. Like I, I, yeah. I walked away. I'm going to keep playing the game. I'm not going to. You like, got under that guy's yeah. skin, and you just go. That's right. That's what I do. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else there, right? Mm, let's see. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I mean, well, besides uh, the box office releases for the week. I did not see a movie this weekend. Obviously. Oh, okay. Well, let's see where the top five, what you didn't see. What I did not see. Let's yeah. see where it fell. I, what I did do this weekend was I started watching um, The Man in the High Castle. Okay. Which is an uh, Amazon Prime television show. It's based off the Philip K. Dick novel, mm-hmm. Man in the Iron Castle. 
Uh, man in the, yeah, yeah, Iron King. Man in the, Man in the High Tower, sorry. Um, the book, really slow and really boring. Not mm-hmm. in, like, I'm, I'm, it's like 250 pages. I think I have about like 75 pages left, and I started reading like over a month ago. <laughs> For me, that's rare because yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, if I fall into a story, I'm, I'm quick. I'm a fast reader. Yeah. And this one's just dragons. But I was like, all right, let's start watching the show. And right away, the show's vastly different as far as same kind of general theme: Nazis and they Nazi. We lose World War II. America is divided into the uh, the Japanese Pacific Coast and the Nazi controlled. East Coast, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with, what do you call it? Um, the Colorado Rockies, kind of like the neutral zone. Yeah. And uh, there's, in the, in the show, there's a videotape called um, uh, Something with the Grasshopper. I'm, obviously, I only saw the first one. It's basically a video reel of, of a, a film reel of Churchill and, and uh, Truman celebrating the victory over World War Two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, that's not what happened. What, how... How did you? What's what's this film reel? Like, is it an alternate reality? Are you watching? It's kind of very, it's very meta. You're watching a show about an alternate alternate reality, where they, someone discovers an alternate reality. <laughs> <laughs> and, <Oy. laughs> again, keep in mind, Philip K. Dick is also the guy who wrote uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep," which came like came Blade Runner. You know, he was a heroin addict, right? Really? Yes, I did not know that. Yeah, he's very paranoid and a, and a very heroin. Makes thing. sense. Yes. I mean, Total Recall. Yes, that's one of his too. Yes, I mean, it's a very short, short, short story. There's but a it... lot of movies that came out that the, the Adjustment Bureau was based off of one of his yes. books. Uh, there was another movie I can't think of right now that we, you know, we were because we were talking about. And I'm like, yeah, all well, these were like Philip K. Dick stories that were written yeah. or inspired by these these uh, events. And, yeah, you know, it's like, wow. Like yeah. his books are kind of slow and uninteresting, but then whoever grabs the rights to them somehow make interesting movies and yeah. television shows. I'm like, all right, well, at least he's you know. And there was also an uh, in the first episode an homage to Blade Runner because Ridley Scott helped produce the show. Mm. Ridley Scott being the great director of Blade Runner. Yes, there's a scene. Um, Everybody, I'm assuming, who listens to the show has at least seen Blade Runner, Blade Runner at least once. Yes. If not, go out. Amazing movie. Yes. Especially if you're a um, Harrison Ford fan. Mm-hmm. Well, um, James, Edward James Olmos' character does these origami characters throughout the, you know, the movie of Blade Runner. Yes. Well, there's a scene in a diner where a guy's making an origami character and puts it down into the unicorn. Ah. Uh, I was like, I, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh my God. And my dad was like, what? I'm like, that's the origami unicorn. He's like, huh? I'm like, it's from Blade Runner. It's <laughs> it's an Easter egg. He's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it just kind of looked at me. That's also made you happy. <laughs> yeah, it made me. He's like, he's like, okay, as long as you saw it. <laughs> right, but, but, what? What is the top five movies this week? The top five movies is this. Number five was the number two movie last week. It was Krampus. It made $8 million over the weekend and 28.1 overall in the two weeks of release. And it's a $15 million budget. So look for yeah. Krampus 2 next year. Wait, it's got a $15 million budget? That's it. Oh, okay. I thought you said 50. Nope. Uh, Krampus 2. Krampus 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> The number four movie was the number four movie last week, Creed. It made $10.1 million over the weekend and 79.3 overall, and it's a $35 million budget, and it's uh, three weeks' release. Okay, so let's face it. Creed is coming. Come out. To yeah, the yeah, but what I'm most impressed about Creed is that it's been steady. It's in the not top five. In the top five, but it's always – it's so far, like you said, last week it was the number three movie. Mm. I think the week, the week it came out was the number three movie. Yeah. You know, well, number so, four. Now it was number four last. It was number okay. three the first week. Number four this last week, and then number four again. Okay, so it's number. Is that number four? Number okay. four. Yeah. All right. So, but it's still steady in the top five. Exactly. It's made more than enough money to warrant a sequel, and it's a phenomenal movie. It, it's showing that it's lasting. It's not one of those. Hey, here is number one in the box office, and all of a sudden it drops down to five or six because of the other movies. Right. Exactly. Okay. What else? Uh, the number three movie was the number three movie, The Good Dinosaur. It made $10.4 million over the weekend and 89.6 overall in the three weeks release. And I have no budget for that one yet. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's our, the buzz on the internet Ed, is that it's not making its money back. Well, they said this is this is probably Pixar's first flop. Uh, yeah. So. And I think, why do you think that is? Uh, because let's face it, you and I, neither one of us has seen the movie. Yes. So this will be all speculation on our part. Exactly. From our extensive knowledge of movies, 
I just don't think they promoted the characters well enough. I mean, like when you saw Toy Story, you got to see the toys right away, like you know, and that kind of thing. If when you saw Incredibles, you saw, oh, it's a superhero movie, like you could relate to it. You knew what it was, right? right. And like the, the dinosaur movie was like, there's like this toy looking dinosaur and this kid, and then the, the real dinosaurs with it, and you're kind of like, it doesn't make sense to me, you know? Like, like it's kind of weird, and right. you know, and it's like, what if? What if the, the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs didn't hit the planet and got right. missed? And you're like, okay, it's kind of like a what if scenario. Right, but if you figured, just to jump in there, if Pixar makes movies that are supposed to be, lack of a better term, family films, yeah, a nine year old isn't going to go, well, what ha- what would have happened if the if that asteroid you know didn't hit the Earth? Right. Are you nine? Are you really supposed to know that the asteroid destroyed the dinosaurs? Are you supposed to just kind of go? Jurassic World was fucking awesome. Well, you know the thing. You know? The thing that you have to really think about is is the fact is is that like like they they use kids' imaginations for a lot of stuff. Like when Toy Story, sure. it's like the kid the kid thinks the toys come to really come right. to life, and it's like what that they did really come to life, and nobody knew about it. Like, right. Anything. And the Incredibles was more of see that's the thing, but it's more to me like adult theme kind of movies because it's just like sure. All right. you, you you realize you go oh my god they fucking come to life <laughs> like yeah. like, you're like the kid leaves the room and they get up and they move around and they do stuff and you're like you know, holy shit like these oh. kids these toys are scary they could kill my kid in the middle of the night and I'll be like who killed him I don't know or, or, and then like the parents get blamed for it because they're the only ones in the house the house is locked <laughs> up I mean this is the stuff you have to go. Oh my god! This is the thing that keeps end up at night. I actually referred back to the meme where there's what do you call it? Um, Buzz Lightyear doing the whole spew sweeping of the hand with Andy going. Mom has her own toys, also called Buzz and Woody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or the superheroes. You know, when when you know when when you see the Incredibles and it's the superheroes and they have to go in hiding because. <clears throat> Like nobody asked to be it's saved. It's like Fantastic or... Four meet the Watchmen. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like so weird. And 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 you know like like up was more of you know like the the the, the old people getting the shaft basically. And this guy's like, I'm gonna do something about it. Oh, that first ten minutes of Up, man, really rips your heart out and wrings it and goes, Oh, look at oh look at you old person. Oh, yeah. Now shoves it back into your your chest and go. Now watch a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we beat you emotionally to a pulp, and you're crying your eyes out into your popcorn, look, squirrel. <laughs> yeah. And then you have that robot that has to clean up garbage on a planet because we're our ship, the ship of fat human beings are uh-huh. rotating around this planet, you know, giving uh, giving life Sin- like like the perfect life to you, the like utopia, laying in, in moving segways, playing with iPads, exactly, <laughs> drinking protein shakes, yes. <laughs> While you, while we have, and with, yeah, Pixar is going, we've almost, just, we've destroyed the earth so much that the planet is just one big giant dump while a robot falls in love. <laughs> now, as you're sitting there going, oh my God, look what we're doing to our planet. Here, here's a cute little robot who falls in love with this hot, shiny robot. Yeah. And then you have two dream worlds of cars racing each other and planes <laughs> flying overhead that are come to life that are, you know, inanimate objects that are like now their own little worlds. Like you like. Yes. Uh, family friendly, family friendly Christines. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one on the road, one in the sky. Let's not talk about the one in the sky. <laughs> No one likes to talk about that one. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not the first flop that Pixar had. Apparently, that made it was enough to make it. You know, of course, it warranted a sequel, which I still can't get because I saw the first one. I'm going, why? Um, because probably because it's still in that same world. People love the whole like, hey, cars is great. Hey, look, here's planes. Oh, look, it's a story about a plane who's afraid of heights. Yeah, like, like um, and then he gets over that fluff, uh, that fear, and then he, of course, becomes he gets upgraded and has to you know realize that he's you know can't be bigger than he is, and like what these, was the plot of the story? These people are inside of me. What <laughs> is the what is the idea of this movie? There's so many of them. I'm confused. And not a, I'm not a single human being. Yes. So my question is, is like, okay, these this is this alternate world where just cars exist on their own. Or are there drivers behind those wheels? Is everyone just a big giant computer animated Herbie the Love Bug? No, they 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 live on their own. There there's no humans in existence in this in this world. It's a scary world, my friend. And it is a scary, it's a scary world. Scary world. So, so Christine is kind of like she was probably more like the car that got kicked out of that world. Yes, kicked out of that alternate dimension. So she's angry and vindictive, and she takes it on the humans around her. Exactly. Oh, all right. 
And then, of course, you have Inside Up, which is basically paranoia in your head because all these all these voices in your head are talking, you know, having a conversation, and you got to listen to one of them. Yep, is it the right one? Right. Who knows? That dog could be telling you to kill somebody. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, what was number uh, two? Two. Number two was a new release in the in the heart of the sea. It made eleven million dollars over the weekend. And uh, this is being considered a huge flop. Yes. Um, how, what, do they have a budget on there? They don't have a budget on this one. I think it's one of those $150 million movies that only made $11 million. Um, in fact, I think uh, our buddy our buddy Dave Sipon wrote us about it, I think. Did he see it? Um, I don't know if he saw it, but I, I see if I can find it. Here's... here's um, this is what the, what the $100 million The Heart of the Sea, the new Moby Dick movie starring Thor, only made a projected $11 million for opening weekend. After Rush, only making $10 million in its opening weekend. And other week-earning films starring Chris Helmsworth, his future of being a top-paid actor is now slim outside of Marvel movies. Wow. Paraphrase from Yahoo article I saw earlier. Nice. So, I mean, he's got a point. Um, a lot. I don't know if it's... If it's... I didn't even know it came out this weekend. I only knew because when I picked up the tickets for Star Wars for next week, <laughs> I actually because I, I was like, oh, Theater One, and I'm like looking over it to see what, promotion, yeah. what was running in Theater One right now. Like, what's what's Star Wars going to replace? Yeah, next week come next week, and it was in the heart of the sea, and I'm like, really, that's out this week? Like, I I totally missed it, and I'm like, I have no no desire to see this movie at all. Uh, here's the thing: it's I don't. Okay, first Ron Howard directed. I like Ron Howard directed movies. Yeah. I do. Um, but it's there's this um, run of movies now where it's everything's based on a true story. Yeah. Like this one is the story about the story of Moby Dick. Yes. Like supposedly Moby Dick, the story of Moby Dick, which is, you know, hunting the white whale, blah, 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 Ahab, all, all right. that. The big metaphor for chasing an uh, unrealized unrealized dream and having it destroy you. Yeah. Your obsession's destroying you. Mm-hmm. That somehow that that is actually based off of actual events from this story. So it's kind of like Moby Dick Inception. Yeah. Where it's like these the, this stuff influenced this book which influences all these other movies and things. And I'm and it stars Thor. You right. know, you're like Okay, why can't you just redo Moby Dick? Yeah, like why, why, why did I? Why do you need to make a movie about something that everybody knows? Like I never knew it was inspired by an actual events. Mm. I thought it was just a guy who wrote a book, a novel. Yeah, that helped you know with, with again great metaphor about obsession and things like that. That you know everyone knows. My name is Ishmael. Like that that kind of. Well, Ishmael was his first man. Right, but I'm saying it's yeah. the first line of the yeah. book. Everyone, yeah, everyone has heard that phrase of some way. Even <laughs> see, it they, just see that that line always makes me laugh because I was watching Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune has the worst <laughs> contestants ever. If you're a Wheel of Fortune winner, God bless you. We're talking high art. We're talking high concept novels, and you go to Wheel of Fortune. Good. And this kid, this kid gets it. Call me Ishmael. And he Call gets, me Ishmael. Oh, yeah. So Pat Take Jack, of course, he's like, you know, he goes, you know, it's the first line of a book. Can you tell me the book? And the kid's like, oh, I don't know, the Bible? I'm like, yes, the Bible was the a Bible. narrative by this guy, Ishmael. Yeah. Hey, call me Ishmael. I knew this guy. God. <laughs> I, my name is Ishmael. Oy. And then I got this. First I made it light, and then I made it dark. Then I put the man and woman on the planet. Hey, <laughs> call me Ishmael. Call me Ishi. <laughs> um, I mean, come on, let's face it. I mean, they even, what do you call it? In, um... Star Wars, uh, Next Generation, uh, First Contact. You know? Star Trek. Star Trek, sorry. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek, First Contact. You know, Captain Ahab needs his white whale with the whole Borg thing. Yeah. You're going, oh my God, look, they, they the references of obsession dates back to the story of Moby Dick. Why do I need to see the movie that helped inspire that book? No, no. Like, why why couldn't you just made the book? Right. Again, with, especially with today's technology and, and how the storytellings are done, you could have just made a accurate noveliz- film novelization of the book. Yeah. Instead, it's going, no, no, we're going to show you the story behind the story. Well, I, I don't care because the story is good enough. <laughs> you know, like, 
I don't need. I mean, I mean, with Ron Howard, you know, directing this movie, you know, and, and we're, you know, doing this. I mean, he's lied, made a lot of great movies. So you figure sure. it's going to be a slam dunk, you know, and it's like, why, why would you pick that kind of, you know, story? Like you, I, I want the true events. Like I, the book's not like good enough. I, I, like, I don't know. Or maybe he sense. just finds it going, you know, that he, it, to me, it sounds like he was at a dinner party one time. And they were talking about stuff. And there's always those people who go to dinner parties to spout off facts that to make them sound smarter in the room. Yeah. It sounds like somebody went up and went, hey, did you know that Moby Dick was inspired by actual events? It was about this guy, blah, blah, blah. And pitches kind of like the story as more of a, you know, I happen to be, you know, since I was chatting with Ron Howard at a dinner party this at Nobu. And I mentioned that the fact of Moby Dick was written, what? Naboo is the actual restaurant. <laughs> Look it up, buddy. Well, I'm spouting. <laughs> I wonder if Church Lucas is Nobu. Nobu. Whoever. You know, uh, yeah, so I, I have inspired Ron Howard, and I told him this fascinating story in this interesting <laughs> life. With interesting characters. You know, and so Ron Howard goes, oh, wow, that's fascinating. And then kind of on the way his way home, talking to his wife, come. That guy, he was kind of a nudge, but, you know, he, I hate when I go to those dinners. Why do you make me go to these dinner parties? Why do you do that? You know, if someone's not trying to pitch me a movie, they're telling me about how they remember me as either Archie Cunningham or Opie. You know how tired I am hearing those three stories? I just want to live alone. Just, I just want to be home by myself. And the wife's going, I made Apollo 13. I, 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 mean, I mean, I brought the Da Vinci Code to screen. <laughs> you know, I am a beloved director. I made who, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, like the one most popular, you know, Christmas movies out there. Right now, there's a hundred houses probably watching, thousands of homes watching The Grinch Who Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. My movie. <laughs> Cut. Print. Perfect. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then he's probably had a dream of, like, this whole this guy going, you know, Moby Dick was written because of this. And he wakes up in this sweat-filled nightmare going, I need to exercise my demons. So I'm going to make a movie about this thing. <laughs> you know, I'm Ron Howard. They'll give me the money. I'll make it. It'll be fine. You know, I'm the guy who brought Beautiful Minds to the screen. You know, I'll bring um, Obsession to the film. You know? I mean, Obsession by Calvin Klein. Obsession by Ron Howard. <laughs> I mean, I, and okay, yes, it's impressive that Thor went from gorgeous-looking Thor to skinny, scrawny, sunburnt Thor. All right, it's great. Method acting. Robert De Niro's been doing it for years. Yeah. Christian Bale's been doing it. I mean, it's always... Christian Bale did it famously in, in The Machinist. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I got it. I don't know. Like, I, have, I, I think I saw the trailer a couple times. I also didn't know it came out this weekend. Mm. But I was also like, uh, well, it's kind of interesting, but... It's it's the story about the story that you know so well. <laughs> it's the story about the story of Moby Dick. And I sat there in the theater going, there's a story about the story of Moby Dick? <laughs> I just thought it was just Moby Dick. Dick yeah. Like, like uh, all right. And then I see the giant whale, and I'm like, before they didn't tell you that, though. Like when, like the first, I thought it was about Moby Dick. The first trailer I saw never told you it was a story about the story of Moby Dick. It was it was about obsession and about this and about that. And you see the way I'm going... Oh, they're doing Moby Dick. That's pretty... And I was in. I was like, I would like to see that movie. I would like to see a, a modern-day telling of Moby Dick. This mm. would be great. You know, and then it goes, By the Heart of the Sea. And I'm like, why didn't they just call it Moby Dick? <laughs> like, it's obviously Moby Dick. And then it was like the second trailer was the story behind the story. The story that you think you know, you don't know. Let us tell you the story about the story, even though we don't know if it's accurate or not. <laughs> like, like that other movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, The Revenant. Yeah. Where you know he gets you know people think he's dead and he comes across himself out of the grave. It's like inspired by true events. I'm gone. Who was there who knew that? Yeah. Like I mean, uh, who you told know, the story? Who told that? And to me, it's, it's like the same a, guy who said that Bigfoot's real. Yeah. <laughs> like all right, I'm sure right now somebody's gone. Oh, the Revenant's based upon this novel. And it's based upon blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, go to a dinner party and tell somebody who cares. <laughs> go tell Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll maybe he'll maybe he'll remake the movie. Yeah, he'll make a movie. <laughs> Uh, about the you telling the story about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be like that scene in, it'd be like that scene in Spaceballs. When are we? We're now. When are we now? 
just then. <laughs> but when will we be there? It is soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was number two. Number two. Number one was the number one movie still. Mocking I, Wow. Yep, The Hunger Games, Mocking Jay Part 2. It made $11.3 million over the weekend. Enjoy it while it lasts, sweetheart. And two... Two hundred and forty-four point four million over in the four weeks release. Okay, how much? Two hundred and two forty-four point four. Two point two hundred. Almost two. Well, actually, point five. Almost 0.5 at this point. Okay, so two hundred and forty-four million dollars. Yes. Um, enjoy that while that lasts, because Star Wars has already made a hundred million dollars. It's not even out yet. <laughs> so half of that box office is already not even before people have seen the movie. Yes. So look, I get it. It's a big deal. It's good. It's a nice. You had a nice run, chick. <laughs> but step aside in about four days. Yes. Because next week when we report it, it's going to be bam. Yeah. Star Wars. Force Awakens. How much did it make? Seven gazillion dollars. <laughs> With a Z. With a Z. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I saw it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, and obviously shows the the strength of that movie of it's being able to stay at number one for so long with a solid movie like Creed. I mean, let's face it, even Thor fighting a white whale couldn't knock off, you know, the Mockingjay. Right. You know? All right, well, so that sounds pretty good. All right. Um, you know what? When we come back, we'll do box office, you know, we'll do DVDs and Blu-rays and video game releases. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about something. It's something I was like, eh, about, and you seem to be pretty jazzed about. <laughs> All right. Just say it like See, that. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Is we talking about Star Wars again? No, we're not going to talk oh, about Oh, okay. We're going to talk about a little film that's coming out that seems to kind of fall by the wayside. I think it comes out in May of next year. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I-, I saw the trailer and I posted it on our Geeksters page and I was like, eh. And you were like, oh, we'll get into that in the next episode. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So uh, we'll be right back, folks. Well, there you have it, folks. That's how Ed becomes a man <laughs> in the online gaming world. Yeah. I do want to add the fact that, you know, the Indiegogo, if you go to, you know, Indiegogo and look up uh, Dragon Lair's Return, you get to see the more of the movie. I mean, we're getting really close. I mean, we were at 225 at the start of our show, and now we're at 232. So, I mean, it's it's going up $7,000. Wow. So, you're you're really pumping there, Ed. That's, uh, I, I your mean, hard work gained $7,000. You know, well, I mean, $47,000. Oh, look at you. You yeah. know. So I mean, you know, keep keep giving. I mean, you know, keep give till it hurts. First. Exactly, it's the season of giving. So why not give to, to a, a good cause? Game? It's a good cause, I think. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, like you know, they want to give to the homeless or for some kind of disease. <laughs> Screw that! But you don't get a return on that. I mean, unless you have that, you know, like. I mean, we must be realistic. I mean, you know, I mean, this is this is something you can't return. You can enjoy forever, on and on. I mean, this is not a a sad moment. This is a happy moment to give to. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the fact that don't give to an hopeless. There's no return on it. You know, not just the not just the feeling of doing something nice for another human being. It's well, you do, know, people do, do that. Some... People do that on a normal daily basis anyway. So for for to just you know just to do something nice. Look, look for I'm, everybody. I'm not, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying do it. Do it because you want to see this thing come in. Not be like, you know, it's a season of giving. Give to this fund. It's like giving away to charity. Yes. And except, you, like, you're right. You do get something in return. I'm sure, like, the NDA Go Go says, hey, if I give $5, this is what I get. Yeah. You know? So you get something in return. Screw the homeless. <laughs> Screw the starving. I mean, I mean you know, they'll, they'll not give to those people. But, I mean, like, like this is enjoyable for everybody. I mean, people that don't even know this exists because they're not listening to the sound of my voice or passing the fact that, you know, on, on our Facebook page, Geeser Radio, and give us a like there, you know, and so on. And actually now it's there's a page on our website, wordswithgeeks.com, that you can go to wow. and read all the information about Dragon Lairs. Dragon, Lairs were the return the movie, you know, so that way you can see what what you know what's what what is what it's going to take, you know, to get this movie made, and you know, you know, get that information, and then the link to go to the Indiegogo site to donate. Sure. So it's something you know to think about, you know, as this holiday season is the holiday season for giving, and just give the Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Okay, folks. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to catch the show live, you can so on the Sunday nights from. 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just a track on that radio on those apps. And in the meantime, as Ed mentioned, if you go to Facebook, if Facebook, um, if you go to Facebook, 
Well, and type in Geeksters Radio in the search engine, you'll come to our Facebook page, Geeksters. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And you can tell your friends to hit the about, sec- about section on our Facebook page to tell them where they can get their own version of the podcast. Um, if they haven't already got, if you haven't already directed them to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or if you Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and our shows will be there for you. And in the meantime, if you want to talk to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard or, you know what, let him know whether or not you personally gave to the Indiegogo fund. You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Sean and tell him how Ed, how Ed is crazy about this whole thing, and he should just stop, contact <laughs> Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part two, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.